talking about it. It, 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 it's a theme for it's a it's been a theme that I've been exposed to lately. So Meryl is um, an amazing artist. Uh, she started out taking pictures in the seventies of the uh, seamy. Can I say seamy side and the exotic side and the exciting part of New York? Absolutely. And uh, she has, like, such great photographs and such a great record of that exciting period of New York City. And then um, she got into a relationship and got a job as a school teacher in around 1980. And so that's when she stopped um, doing photography in that way and just in the last few years she's had two books a solo show she's considered one of um time mag this year this is such a huge honor time magazines uh un what is it what unsung Unsung women photographer women of the past century of the past <laughs> fucking century yeah, that's amazing it's a huge honor huge, huge honor huge. Uh, and well-deserved. So anyway, um, Meryl, I did give you an intro there. Is there anything that you would like to add to that that I missed? Did I miss any, like, you know, has Hillary Clinton uh, given you any awards or something that I might have missed? No, I, um, I did receive NIFA fellowship. I mean, I did have, you this year? I've, no. Throughout my career as an artist, oh. which I would say, you know, is lifelong, school, 1975, right? I've always exhibited. Mm-hmm. I have received multiple fellowships and grants and public art things and but no one ever knew or remembered my name hmm. as I've never stopped I've even even my career as a school teacher in Bushwick my students work was in the Whitney Biennial it's like but no one knew is this is the first time that is that right? You yes, were in the true. Whitney Biennial what yes. year? Meryl Meisler and the drop-ins. I had a, 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 you had a, a, a drop-out prevention program as our teacher at Intermediate School 291 here in Bushwick, set up a photography program, and we photographed, we did socially motivated collaborative work, and a piece that we did about what was wrong with the school physically and other things going wrong with it, was it was in the DA out. Art Foundation, and then wow. when in 1978, it was even reviewed, even reviewed by Roberta Smith. Really? Yes. And then um, what year? 78. 78. And then that piece. I mean, I in that piece, a group material, which was a yeah. well known, yes, collaborative, very group, famous, was have was having uh, an entire ground floor installation at the former Whitney, uh, the AIDS timeline, and they uh, they included one of our question marks in there. Mm. I said, they could, could they use that? I said, you could use a dot of the question mark. They only used one, not both of them. No, they used both. It was in there. Wow. And so, like, that piece was in the Whitney Biennial. That was, I believe it was in 1991. It was a weird year. It was a weird number. Well, yeah. so so you've had uh, yeah. intermittent sick- Acknowledgement. Yes, I mean I've had um, I had an installation in Grand Central Terminal. One of the first digital artists to have have work installed in the in the light boxes in Grand Central Terminal for over a year. Um, I did subway a subway poster that was in the subways for two years. I've had things. I've had things, but no one ever. It, it happened, and then it was over, and it was just going right. again. Right. So who knows if this is the same thing? But it doesn't right. matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You mean because it's like you mean like in five years, people? Because that's 
anybody who's experienced any kind of success knows that like it's pretty it can be very fleeting oh, right you could uh, get like a big solo show and the write up in uh you know art form and then like a year later everybody forgot your name apps if yes, you didn't sell don't. any work or something like they, that or you know or you know something god knows what donald trump is running for president and took over the whole media landscape you got you know inched out something like anything can happen right so I, I think anyone or uh, I mean Lisa, I, I one of those people said, it. I, yes, I had a big um, public art grant in 1978 called a CETA grant, mm-hmm. Comprehensive Employment well. Training Act. That was like the WPA of the 70s. I was certain I would be famous by the time I was 30. Really, that didn't happen. Wow! But, so. but, it never, but I kept going mm-hmm. because it's something I love. So how how do you feel about that? How is that for you? I mean, like, just to just to just to like identify with you. Um, for example, I mean, you've heard. I think every. I'm sick. I should. I resist bringing this story up again. I probably have on the radio before, and I'm sure I have with you about how I won that contest, the Hebrew National Contest, and I won eighty three thousand dollars. I ever tell you that for coming up with the best headline, best idea, really visual headline. That's awesome. And they made a campaign out of it and advertising it was a contest open to the public it was like 12,500 entries in 1987 so I got quite a bit of attention but it didn't really help my advertising career very much believe it or not and uh, I was out of work six months later and so anyway and then like I'm just saying like uh, it didn't you know it's a great story now and it's a cute YouTube video being on the news but that's it you know what I'm saying so I understand and I think when things like that happen to people they get this expectation of like um things are going to be great now and it's never that way is that what I'm I'm sorry you know this is all in retrospect of course those little things are like you notice this picture of me as a girl scout I'm wearing my badges Mm -hmm. the fellowships the grants the big things so those little badges along the way Mm-hmm. And you wear them, and mm-hmm. you your your decorations, but it's ah. the inner core of you that has to give you the strength to say, "I'm doing it for me. I feel it's important, or it gives me joy, or I have no choice but to do it." Oh, I I feel that way too. I'm just saying that's I've never been like if I don't get enough attention, I'm not going to make the work because I mean that those things are separate for me. Although I mean, it's nice to get the attention. Sure of helps course. to get the attention. Yes, but but I'm saying like when you do get some attention and some recognition, don't you start feeling like ooh, like what you were just saying? Well, I'm going to be famous or I'm going to be successful, making a living as a photographer by the time I'm 30. So how does that like? How do you feel? Like how did you feel before this all happened? Well, like again, I had all these little things along the way, you know, especially being becoming a, a teacher, even though it's my own artwork I was always doing. Mm-hmm. I people say you teachers are shadow artists, you know, they do it through their kids. Right. And and I and I did an amazing credit. I mean, I was a national award winning teacher, but that's besides the point. Uh-huh, but I, it's, I think I've channeled that energy. That push for other people into pushing for Meryl's work now. Oh, good. And because I... And you're not teaching anymore, I, right? right? For the, this year, 
for the first time since 1979, I'm not teaching. That's awesome. Is yeah. that because you are finally making some money on your work? Or? Oh, well, no. Let's say 1979. For so in 79, I started teaching in New York City public schools. And I first year, was four mm-hmm. days a week. And then after that, five days a week. Mm-hmm. And I retired from then in 2010. And then immediately, at, one semester later, mm-hmm. I started teaching part-time future mm-hmm. art teachers mm-hmm. at NYU. I was oh, art education. cool. That sounds interesting. Uh, it was interesting because I also got to continue a body of work that I really, really, what will end up being probably my most amazing series when I, I go through it and, and get it out there, mm-hmm. is that throughout my career, I've photographed. And so I have an re- insider's view of the schools. Oh, man, that are, that's awesome. That are not like anyone else's. Oh, man, I'm excited. Dang, you just gave it. me the chills. It, it is, it's like, it Do you have, have a publisher for that? I, or any? I'd like that. I'd like that. Hear out. This is like, uh, these are You should. Oh, yeah. I mean, somebody should, somebody should totally jump on that. If there's anybody that knows anybody that wants to, I'm going to talk to Phil about this because he's had his He's dealt with a few publishers. I mean, I don't know, but I know he'll be excited to hear about this kind of work. Right, and even the pictures when I left teaching for like six months. I mean, I I retired already having the job at place at NYU because, mm-hmm. believe it or not, I mean, I feel I feel like my pension is my grant that I earned. Oh myself. yeah, it's my fellowship. That's great, but it's really you know it's it's. I am very fortunate, but. Believe me, it's, you're not rich doing that. It's like, yeah, but I'm no, so but you thrilled. Know what? You know what? I feel the same. See, isn't that funny? Because I'm only a few years younger than you, but I didn't really start making my art full time till a few years ago when I got married. And my husband's, I mean, I still, you know, I make some money and I have an apartment that I rent or something, but uh, I make a little money. But uh, I, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I never really had this much time until I until I could really spend all my time on my art. My career as an artist didn't go anywhere. It's true. I thought it would. I had this fantasy forever that I was going to make enough money as an artist and quit my advertising job, but it just never ever happened. Okay. So in t- this August, the job at NYU, which was well, uh-huh. part time, but it was you know it took up time, and but it was also interesting supervising future art teachers and continuing photographing inside oh, the yeah. schools. The enrollment went down from 18, you know, to 18 to 6, so my job was eliminated. Oh. So this is the first time ever since 1979 that I'm not teaching anything to anyone and I'm working totally full-time on this. And I'm, Congratulations. Thank you. It's exciting. It's very exciting. It's exciting. Oh, you must be so happy. It's... it's um. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, Not like you probably pinch me, right? Yeah, and it's very amazing, and I feel very fortunate. And you, well, you work, worked out a great, you know, you you made that happen. You're but, not fortunate. You fucking made oh, it happen, okay. Meryl. Thank you, Lisa. Yes, and you did too. We all do. Well, and Phil did. But the teaching got well, me, and the fact that I was in Bushwick saved me. Look at this, like... Who would ever think that the fact that I taught in Bushwick for 14 years and I took snapshots along the way, that that would give me, the, yeah, that that's you know that was that was the stepping stone. So funny, that was isn't the stepping it? stone, and, and so it's, it's crazy. Was in, and well, you don't live in Bushwick now. I never lived in Bushwick. You never. live in Manhattan, right? Yes, I live in I live in affordable housing in, in Manhattan. And you so. always have, or 
I have I, no, I live when I first. <laughs> affordable housing yes. is an oxymoron, isn't it? No, but I, but I do. You live in affordable housing, which sounds really funny because no one else lives in affordable right, housing. And, and I, I live in unaffordable housing. It's very important. I don't, it wouldn't be in New York. No, this that's long. great. That's great. And, and you're a teacher and you've done, you've given the planet some really great shit. You know, that's a really worthwhile, that's like great. You've probably inspired so many people. It's thank incredible. You. Yeah, I thing. just met with someone today. Thanks for doing morning. that. Yeah, thank you. And, and yeah. But it gave itself back so many ways. My, the, the people, I mean, I just see people every day. Yeah, it must I be great. It must be great. Would our lives have been different if we didn't have to work while we did? Yes, but not everybody. Uh, some people are. I was the kind of person who needed s- s- financial security. It Me wasn't, too. It wasn't going to come through marriage. It wasn't going to come. You yeah, know, I didn't. I mean, I got married at age fifty-four. Yeah, so, so yeah, I and, mean, um, and so I'm very grateful to have found something that I struggled at, really struggled at, because at first I was a freelance illustrator, and oh, I liked wow. it, and I liked that, but it, the, the bill, the you know, you'd bill people, and the check was in the mail, the check was in the mail, but the bills were in there much, much, much quicker. So, yeah, no, that's a hard one. Yeah, I studied yeah, illustration yeah. in college. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. But uh, the thing is, is that, like, um, your work informed your creative work your paid work informed your creative work so you might not have the work i think that's true with a lot of people it's been true true for me you know like your paying work can inform your creativity and the stability financial stability gives you enough freedom in order to make i needed financial stability too you know paycheck I need health care. I feel bad. I mean, even when I was like 22, I couldn't. So anyway, we wanted to talk about, I asked you if it would be okay if I, we talked about your personal life and you were very generous oh, sure. in, in saying that would. My, I've literally, uh, I have two books. I'm an open book. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, well, anyway, so, but, you know, you haven't had me asking you questions on a recorded uh, on, a re- on a publicly recorded uh, a medium before. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. So anyway, um, so you're a lesbian, um, and you've been in the relationship with. I've been in a relationship with Patricia O'Brien Patricia. since we. Let's see. We started dating in June of '79, and and then, but it was cross country, mm-hmm. and we've been living together since September 9th, nineteen eighty. She mm-hmm. moved to New York, which is the mm-hmm. day happens to be the day that Alice met and Gertrude met. Oh, that's so funny. Um, are you guys married? Yes, we married. I think I 08. remember that, right? We no, mar- I don't know. It was we before married- I knew you. Bef- oh wait. Oh eight oh eight oh eight, and we got married in Santa <laughs> Rosa, California, with, with Patty's very good friend Wes Winter and his partner Steve Gustafson. We wanted to do it together and and, and up up the num- the numbers there because it's important to say it's not just San Francisco, it's not just New York. It's like people everywhere. So were you um, out, you know, as a teacher, or did you have to? Did you feel like you had to hide that? I okay. You didn't uh, say. I first came out in on April first, nineteen seventy-five. You know. Oh yeah, that's that right. Tomorrow. Yeah, no, oh my god. Tomorrow gosh, it'll be a, how many years? Yeah, what year? It'll be exactly ninety-five hundred five. Forty-one years. Be your anniversary tomorrow. Shit. Congratulations yeah. oh, on language. coming out. So that's a pretty good yeah. April Fool's Day joke. Yeah. Hi, mom. Wow. I'm a lesbian. Well, <laughs> <I did it. laughs> April Fools. Yeah. And. 
And um, I, I immediately, immediately, <laughs> it's funny, I immediately came out to my family and close friends. In fact, a, a childhood friend of mine, who's someone who's in the book, someone I know since I'm four years old, she came to the show, at my show with Stephen Cash Gallery, mm-hmm. which she, and we were hysterical laughing because she knows everybody in it, you know, and she's oh, in the book. Oh, that's so funny. That's and great. And she said, Meryl, do you remember when you were at Wisconsin, you, I was going to graduate school in Wisconsin, she said, we used to mail cassettes to each other. It's like, I have no memory. Uh, and I have a really good memory. Uh, I know because the phone calls were expensive then. And yeah. she said, and I came out to her in an in a, in a audio cassette. Oh, she really? She played it out loud and her parents heard it. I said, I have no recall of that whatsoever. I want, I want, uh, I think, I think that could be a big hit. Yeah, she said She's she might got have some Helen Reddy on there. Yeah. I want to hear it. Yeah. And then, um, I was taking. I can't imagine what songs are on there. Uh, no, it's, Hi, no, Mom, audio Mom, a lesbian. No, no, no it's to Susan. But, but, and to my parents. And Susan. I wrote, yes. Susan Pecker. And to my parents, I wrote, a, I was taking a women's studies course and I, um, met someone in the class who I who was my first relationship, and I wrote about that in what in my paper for the class. Oh wow! And so I had my my good for my you. My parents and my brothers read the paper. <laughs> this is <laughs> very yeah. very. I mean, the, there weren't a lot of gay. There weren't like, as, I mean, not. It was a whole other story coming out in those days. Okay, and um, and then I no, I was very, but teaching, you just didn't talk about it. You just yeah. didn't talk about it. You didn't talk about it, and um, but but it didn't. It didn't. It, no, it was just a non-issue then. No, you just didn't talk. You just, it did like, you feel just, angry or frustrated that you couldn't talk about it? Did you feel like people were like, "How come Meryl doesn't have any boyfriends or dates?" Or you do, people, my colleagues, in my colleagues, mm-hmm. I spoke. You know. Knew my, my and my friends knew about my private life, not my private life, my life, mm-hmm. and it just a non-spoken issue. Were you so worried? Weird. Did you ever think they're going to find out and I'll lose? Not at all. Oh, I had, that's I had good. so many other things to worry about. I was more worried about the go-go. Uh, <laughs> oh, right, yeah. right. No, I wasn't worried at all. Actually, you just didn't talk about it, which was crazy. And then. And then, but then when they had domestic partnerships, oh yes, I was uh, literally. And Patty, my partner Patty, was uh, she actually taught at IS one eleven for seven years in in Bushwick. Oh. And when she left teaching, because she never really wanted, you know, that really wasn't right. what she wanted. When she left that, and she had, and they were giving domestic partnership rights and health care. We were literally the first couple to sign up. Oh, wonderful. That's but, beautiful. No, for, for the health care in the city. No, I that's about great. So then I was like formally out in in my school because there's payroll secretary. Oh, uh, good. But no one spoke about it. Well, I think you must have been an awesome representative of the lesbian community. And I oh, think that you. must have been a really thank good you. thing. Yeah, you've made society. You've done some really good shit well, for us, you. for our society. Somebody who's a positive effect. We don't then, have that. And then students who, you know, middle, you know, we're teaching middle school students, they would sense yeah, mm-hmm. they would send send something or say. Would they ask you or intimate or be concerned about it in some they way? They would. I no, no. My blanket issue back in the day, when I was very early, and they'd say, "What to ask about my my private life?" I always say, "Stay after school, 
after three o'clock, and I'll answer any questions you want. No one ever stayed. Well, that was nice. <laughs> that, that's I, smart. Yeah. I, okay, this is something. It's funny to put on, but there was going out, and I and I double dated with you know the gym teacher in the school. You know, there were it was you spoke at a about, was a gym teacher a lesbian? Of course. Come on. No, well, I was. I didn't know if it was a male or female. female. I don't assume. Yes, it is. You know, <laughs> Aren't they always double no, date two gay guys. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I remember going to a, a club, a, a women's club, and a, a girl who was in my class, like we're talking about a seventh grader, was there at the club. And she saw oh, me and no. she ran away. She was, uh, I mean, she was like, had a card. I probably would have too because yeah. I'm really shy. I, it, really, I was really afraid of authority figures. I mean, but, my, you know, yeah, that's a childish thing to do. But in my school that I – after Bushwick and I went on, on – uh, I was going to say maternity leave. I went on sabbatical, and I was started another school in Manhattan Institute for Collaborative Education. If anyone said anything that was inappropriate or made fun, I said I would like call them out of it. You're like oh. you're insulting me, right? You know, you're Good just for like, you. No, I will not. Good for you, Meryl. And, and then we had, as a faculty, we actually had decided to have a coming out day. And gay and straight, everybody wore pink what year? What year was that? It was uh, early digital. It was in the early, in the 90s. It, it, was, it was in the 90s. I saw mm-hmm. that school in 95. It was before 2000. That's still pretty WD. late when you think about it. I mean, it's yeah. sad. I mean, you know. Oh, but sure. I would, So anyway, I just wanted to um, ask you about, like, um, I want to – what I was curious about is like when you were in your early 20s and you were taking all these pictures in these weird places in New York, um, like so you were you were a young woman mm-hmm. and you were – tell me about like where you were – what your role in the clubs. You were part of the club scene, right? Or Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, my friend Judy Jupiter, mm-hmm. who I met in, in Mardi Gras in 1977 – Mm-hmm. Uh, we went on the, on the bus going back. Mm-hmm. Who is a boy crazy woman? How's that? Mm-hmm. Uh, we became fast friends, and she had a boyfriend in, who was a bartender in CBGBs. And we started going there, and then we she, a hairdresser told us about the Studio Fifty Four opening, so we had to go there, and mm-hmm. uh, became friends and, with the with the the doorman and. Just really went, ran and, around to all the clubs, and you guys. I mean, I saw pictures of 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 you in in your in your in your disco in day in your disco days. You were like quite the babe, right? Oh, I mean, so you were a babe, Lisa. Check it out. No, no, um, a different yeah, kind of babe. Yeah, I was a babe. I you was were like, a man, a man slaying babe, a hetero man slaying babe, right? I never. Yeah, used those yes, words. I yes. Think I've, Cute. No, he, yeah, because this is what I was telling you, Meryl. You hadn't been on the radio with me. That's okay. why you hadn't. Okay, I never heard those words. I never thought about it. Um, see, oh wow. So no one's. So you never thought about yourself that way. I mean, didn't didn't part of like, um, you know, like I imagine because I try to get in Studio Fifty Four too, honey. No, but I imagine like you. I saw pictures of you. I mean, you look like the kind of check that like. The guy, the doorman at the, we need babes in here, models, babes. She's a babe. You're too short to be a model. But, you know, you were a babe. 
right? Thank you. I think we just don't you think? I well, they didn't just let any young girl in there. You were a babe. Come on, Meryl. You don't think that? I think we were cute. I mean, um, yeah, cute and and characters. And characters, and characters too, and, and interesting, yeah. interesting characters. Yeah, you were characters yeah. too. I'll say that. But oh, yeah. I mean that. So what I'm saying is part of your like this is what I'm imagining, I guess. And you tell me because I'm just mm-hmm. full. I'm just make shit up. I don't know anything. I'm just projecting. Okay. Uh, so I imagine you were you and your friend were two like you know happening. Call it whatever you want. I mean, looks is only one aspect of it. But you know, two uh, cutie pies with personalities. Two, di- two two women who you who seem like they'd be awesome to hang out with, okay, for whatever reason. Two young women, awesome to hang out with, young women being, like, just fun, not too deep, because we're too young at that age mm-hmm. to be a lot of trouble that way. And um, so, part, can I call you a party girl just for the hell of it? Just to, Yeah, you can yeah? call me okay. a party. I so, have a good time. Okay, so at that age you were, like, a party girl going out to all the clubs and stuff like that, but... In in that role, wasn't it a very male, like a, a very hetero role for I, you? No, actually, the, the clubs that I like to go to were very mixed clubs, like uh, Studio Fifty Four, Infinity, Le Mouche. They were very. I could go on and on. Hurrah! They were. They were very mixed. Welcoming, so, cool. So were you Gen- out as a lesbian yes. in that situation? Yes. And yes. did it, all the people know that you were a lesbian? I didn't wear buttons. But, know, but no, but I mean, like, you know, <laughs> she didn't go in there, hey, I'm a lesbian. Uh-huh. No, but I mean, um, did guys try to hit on you? Maybe. I don't know. I was too busy you know photographing, really, having fun. I was, you know really, and I was really just, when you say party, I was having fun and dancing and, and things like that. Well, were, you, was, were, 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 were there drugs and alcohol, too? There were. There was lots of drugs and alcohol. And did you consume any of those drugs or alcohol? I you might did, have. I did. I did. Not a, I don't, can't drink. I never really could drink drink much. I did, so I'm, a, I'm a one drink person mm-hmm. and yes i smoked marijuana i no longer can it does it doesn't agree with me i did yes there was lots of cocaine and poppers and things like that i'm lucky i didn't like them mm-hmm. so but did you not do a very available to so me. everybody did a lot of drugs but you and drinking but you you weren't doing you weren't doing that but you were having fun yes so yes. you were part of the scene you just how about your friend um, I don't want to speak for somebody else. I don't oh, yeah, I that's just, right. That's, that's, no, that's, that was still friends. <laughs> no, we're oh, still, that's cool. Friends, you know, no, and you're so right. Yeah. That was yeah, an yeah. inappropriate question. No, what but, a surprise. But if you look in the book, uh, she's in there um, with some things that are, how about with things that are, their nutritional value are questionable. Okay. Okay. So, uh, were you always, um, so were you always, did you always think of yourself as a lesbian since you were like, say, an adolescent and stuff like that? Since I was what? You know, since you were an adolescent or whatever. Oh, I did. You, uh, um, I, yeah, I think, I think like many people looking, you know, with their coming out stories, you had thoughts as a child, as a young person. But as you say, I am and always have been a babe. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm a little less of a babe now, but as you put in your words, or no, I'm a babe still. Yeah, Come but on, I mean, it's just a different I type did, of I babe. Dated it's like plenty. I you, dated boys. A you lot. had a lot of boyfriends. You I got a boy- lot of male, male attention. Yes, I had boyfriends early. I went to you know I had sweet sixteens. I went to all the proms. I you know did all the whole route. And did you think like that you were heterosexual? Did you think? I, did you expect that you were? I had I had feelings. I had suspicions. I had thoughts. But did you like like kissing boys and being with boys? I kissed boys. And yes, I did. I, I like kissing boys and being with boys, yes. And did you – so were you – Were you? Th- but were you like conflicted or – I was questioning. Mm. You know, I think uh, uh, everybody's different. There's no one yes, story between everyone. But I had interests. I even – Patty and I actually mm-hmm. went, went to the same high school, and and in junior high school, she was one year where she was in in the room. She was in the seat next to me, and I remember having thoughts, mm-hmm. but you didn't know what it was. Having thoughts. Were you were you did were you ever a partner of hers? Was she straight or gay? Was she, no, we were, not until we were until seventy nine, and she had. Oh, Patty, yeah, Patty, your talk. girlfriend, your yeah, partner, yeah, yeah, she would your, like, your she wife, would, really. Yes, she wouldn't want me to go into detail. Like no, I said, no, I but I was thinking the girl that you were going to, was she, there oh, was a different girl you were going to. Not yeah. at all. You know, yeah. I am uh, my life partner and who I'm illegally married to as well and living with yeah. since nine is Patricia O'Brien. Right, right, right. And, and the other girl's Judy or something, Jupiter Judy. We've never, never, was that our interest, her friends. Did she know that, like, was that part of, did she? Did she know that I was a lesbian? Absolutely, yes. Oh, and okay. And so we went, we went, went out for different, for different reasons. No, so, but we went out to have fun. But she was, um, she was, you know, she's. So, like, if you met a couple of guys, you just, she, that wouldn't make, be interesting to you. And, you know, it's almost like, like, when you go out now, because you happen to be, you happen to be in a relationship and you're married now. But think of it before you were with Phil. Mm-hmm. When you went out to. Yeah, when I you dated. Go out, I went no, out a lot. besides going out. But when you were going to have something you do socially, let's call it an art opening. Were you going there to find someone to go home with? No, not specifically. Well, I was always hopeful. Oh, okay. I was always hopeful. I was. I used to bathe a lot more in those days. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. But yeah, I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. So I'm guessing. I'm going to say. I'll bet there's some connection between the situation you were in, which was highly social. You being a lesbian and taking photographs. I'm going to take take a guess that there's a connection there. Is there? Maybe, like like is, maybe being having a camera with you or having another like you were bringing a camera with you to these parties. Yes, I've, 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 I've been yes, I was bringing camera. I think every part of who you are and every experience, or for me, I bring with me. And so my my back, just like my my book right now in the show at Stephen Cash of Gallery is is not just a nightlife. Mm-hmm. It's also from where I come from in right. in Long Island here. Right. I'm not. I've never felt like I'm just one thing. I'm Meryl. Meryl right. is someone who's was born in the Bronx. Who's? Uh, Are you resisting who's, having me put you in a box? I Meryl? am. No, I, I am. <laughs> I am a woman. I am. First of all, I'm. First of all, I'm Meryl Meisler. I'm Meryl, and I'm right. very proud. And part of my prism of who I am and how I see the world is the soldier. The, sh- the shoulders on whom I stand. 
my family, my mentors, mm-hmm. my DNA, mm-hmm. the t- people have influenced my friends, um, my identity that I, you know, I have a, identify as, mm-hmm. a, say, feminist, mm-hmm. proud of my Jewish heritage. Mm-hmm. Are um, you religious? I I mean, do you go uh, to yeah, synagogue okay. very often? I, uh, okay. Holidays? How about this? I belong to two synagogues, but I'm not. <laughs> like, I, it's, I belong to a, the Woodstock Jewish seg, uh, congregation, also congregation, um, congregation based in Kavatora, the largest LGBT synagogue oh, in the city. But cool. I don't go often, but it's mm-hmm. a meaningful It's to part me. of who you it's are. It's part of yeah. who I am. And part of, and, and your so, sound also very connected to your family. Very close to my family. See, that's interesting, too. I like them. And and being an artist and being, I mean, it's, it's all part of my personality and persona. Right. And I'm proud of all of it. And so... So, so and and I and carrying a camera and using it was s- such a part of so it's just like it's <laughs> like okay uh I'm going to bring my lipstick my keys and my camera is that what you're saying yes <laughs> yes still you know what I came here now and uh-huh. I said oh no I'm going to be in the you know I'm going to be in the neighborhood where I want to be and I was also with a former student who I didn't even know and it's like, I pack, okay, I'll bring my camera. And I, <laughs> and I took my keys and my lipstick and my wallet and Metro card. And your camera. Yes. It's great. So, so we only, can you believe how fast this went? We'll have to have you back soon because uh, we got cut short in the beginning. Oh, thank um, you. But um, I just want to make sure, there was one more question that I wanted to ask you. And then I also want to, so we've got five minutes. We now have four minutes. I want to get in, uh, where your show is now, when it's up till, and then I also want to s- s- hear how, when you start ta- how you start taking pictures. Do you think you can go through those two things really fast? Oh, sure. My show, which I'm extremely proud of, as well. You should be. I was at the is, opening. It was it was fantastic. It was thank you, thank you, Lisa. Is called Meryl Meiser, and it's at the Stephen Kasher Gallery, which is at 26th Street. And 11th Avenue. I'll post it all on my okay. Facebook page. And it's so. up through April 9th. Okay, cool. There's some time left to yes, see it. Go this and weekend. It's, been, uh, it's a great show, and it's really heartfelt, and it'll, it'll like make you feel something and make you think something. I am tickled pink. Okay, so how did you start taking photographs? Three minutes. Okay, my, my father, my grandfather always photographing as well. I got a I got a brownie, I got an adventurer 620 camera when I was seven years old. Oh my god. And so I photographed and in Instamatic, but then in 1972 I went to the Diane Arbus show at the Museum of Modern Art wow. and I was struck. Wow. Like going to graduate school I was not sure if I really wanted to go to graduate school, but yeah, you know, I had this. Ma- I I need to get my master's to make my art ed degree right. permanent. I thought I might as well take learn how to use a real camera. So that's how I started photographing. Oh seriously. wow, that's and I, so interesting. And I saw the work of Jacques Henri Lartigue, who photographed his childhood mm-hmm. friends and oh, family in wow. Paris. And I knew, immediately knew I wanted to do self portraits and photograph my wow. family and friends and neighbors. Wow. And I. So when you were seven, did you? St- Start dragging your camera everywhere at that point? I took it to special occasions. I did many of the same things I still did. Mm-hmm. What were my themes? I photographed my friends on the block. 
Mm-hmm. I photograph my br- little bro- baby brother. I photograph school trips. Come on. Did I've, your parents think like, like, oh, look at look at Meryl. She really took to that camera. She's always bugging us. Because getting the film developed and all that, that was expensive. Were, they, were you always like involved with all that stuff? Uh, I took pictures. I don't have that many because yes, it did. It did was ex- you know, it was a cost, but, but it was. I actually, you know, this is a Vivian Meyer story about the nanny. Yeah, well, yeah I saw that movie. That's okay. amazing, right? My grandfather was somebody who always had a serious camera on him. Nobody knows oh. where his pictures are. It's almost. I understand really? that story very well. In fact, in some way, in some way, that's me. But I'm. Not waiting till my afterlife. I'm discovering Meryl now and letting That's her beautiful. work out. Have you always kept, do you, have you kept them organized over the years? I actually do. Good for <laughs> you. And I have to look through it, but I actually do have them organized so that I was able to, when Bizarre Publishing, God bless Bizarre Publishing, Bizarre, thank you, John Stefan. Oh, those are great people. That's it's a great uh, place. Said, you know, do you want to publish my work? And I said, I want to show not just Bushwick, I want to show this disco work he said yeah i see it i said well i have to i have to find it i have to scan it i've never shown it to anyone anyway you know so i'm gonna put this on my uh facebook page